You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float, that's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill, we're gonna have a barbecue. It's time for another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. We have an exciting program for you today. We're going to be talking about some of the feedback we've been getting and going through that. Also, we're going to be answering a question from one of our listeners. Stay tuned. Because if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue. Welcome back. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. And today, once again, I am excited to say I have Mrs. Blind Grilling, my wife, Michelle, joining me once again. Michelle, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, sweetie? Doing all right. Doing all right. I appreciate you coming on and being with us, especially since uh, I-, I can't read these emails that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, does this mean I drew the short straw of all your friends? <laughs> Well, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say it's a long walk home, but you're already I'm there. Already, so. Yeah, I know it. I'm already there. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. No, it, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, but you actually informed me that today is, uh, how do the, they? The day before National Purple Heart Day. Is Monday is, right, August the the 7th 7th is... National Purple Heart Day. National Purple Heart Day. Awesome. And actually did a little bit of research, a lot of which I don't remember, but I do know this. It began... This this goes all the way back to the days of George Washington. Mm -hmm. There was a something prior uh, that was given a little uh, medallion or something that was kind of a predecessor. But then what really they linked the Purple Heart back to was a purple ribbon that George Washington um, gave out to uh, to some folks back in the 1780s and. And it uh, it really picked up and gained, I think, a little bit more uh, recognition uh, in uh, World War II. Yes, with General MacArthur. That's right, with General MacArthur. And uh, since then, uh, it has. There, I mean, there's uh, millions of. In fact, I think there was a million soldiers who received it in World War II. Uh, men and women have received it. It is across all branches. And it is one of the very few, if not the only. That that's this was a little confusing to me. It, I kind of got the impression it was one of the only um, uh, medals that was uh, across ranks, from um, you know enlisted, non-commissioned officers, and uh, and officers. Uh, and so uh, that that's pretty interesting uh, to note. I think the first woman to receive uh, was a nurse at Pearl Harbor, 
And so, uh, but yes, several women uh, and and men alike who have served, you have to, uh, those who have been wounded or killed in action um, uh, are eligible to receive the Purple Heart. And so uh, certainly we uh, give a big shout out and salute to those who uh, have fought for our country, uh, who have been wounded and recipients of the Purple Heart uh, on on uh, on this day. So thank you all very much for your service, no doubt. Yes, very much. Well, let's get to some of our feedback. First, I want I want to say when it comes to the feedback we've got, you guys can email us, info at blindgrilling.com. Uh, that is our new email address. Of course, goes with our website, blindgrilling.com. And again, the email is info at blindgrilling.com. And we've been getting uh, some emails. Some of you yeah, who've been following the program for quite some time uh, have uh, also uh, text as well. Uh, and so I've got that feedback, though, and, and Michelle's going to help me go through some of that feedback. But first, uh, before we get to some that she's going to be reading, uh, Dave up in Canada. I wanted to give a big shout out to Dave because he's not only been a longtime listener of the program and follower of the um, uh, the YouTube channel, but uh, he he's he's always got some great questions. He just did a rib cook and said that they turned out uh, just spectacular. And, but also he's got a rub that he has put together uh, for a, it's a burger rub that is is being sold up in Canada. Right now he's in a, a store, local store where he's at, but it's also going to be in kind of a swag bag for a, uh, a, uh, a federation or blind group up in Canada that's going to be getting together and having a, a conference. Uh, and I think he's got some more things that he's working on. And so, um, just a, a big shout out today for all he's doing and uh, the effort he's putting in uh, for his love of cooking and a barbecue, uh, grilling. I know he does a lot of baking as well, and uh, it's just uh, man, it, it just some of the things that he's putting out, some cookies and and other baked goods, and now this rub. It just really, uh, I, I'm impressed to be honest with you. I really am. I think it's awesome and uh, love what he's doing up there. And uh, I would say if you're in Canada and you're getting ready to go to some type of conference, getting a swag bag, look for a rub in that swag bag uh, that my buddy Dave has put together, and I bet you're going to love it. I'm pretty confident in that. All right. Do you know what type of meat that rub is kind of geared toward? Burgers, yeah. Okay. Yep, it's a burger rub, so um, for sure. Yep. In fact, I think last I knew, one of the posts I think it, that I, I remember was Dave's Burger Rub or something like that um, is what it was called. So, uh, But like I said, I I have a feeling he's working on some other things. So there'll be some other, other things coming down the pipe from him as he gets to that. And you know what? <laughs> I say that Vince, who's been on the program as well, several times, you know, he's he's working on making some rubs and he put one actually he gave us two that he's put together. He's given us one before and uh he's given us two uh different ones that <clears throat> he's been working on. And so I'm excited to give those a try. Uh but it, it just really goes to show you that, you know, uh you know, those who are blind or visually impaired are extremely active 
not only in cooking, but really getting putting some of these flavors together that uh, are just really cool. So is that the package that Vince gave you on Wednesday night and you looked at me and said, now don't touch this, I'm not sharing? <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was don't touch. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, well, yeah. I mean, I need to know where it is. So when you're gone and I need to grab it. Mm. Speaking mm. of which, where is it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. I guess you'll have to keep me around. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get some to some of the feedback we've got. And first, we've got Kevin from Indiana. Yes. He recently smoked a brisket last week. And then reverse seared it on um, his blackstone. He cooked it. He smoked it on the green egg, then reverse seared it on the blackstone, and had a ball doing it. All right. Now, now not the brisket. He smoked a brisket, mm-hmm. but then he. Oh, reversed... I'm sorry. He reverse seared some steaks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he reverse seared. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that would be something. Reverse searing a a brisket. Hmm. Yeah. No, he reversed it some steaks. Oh, man. Um, which is awesome. Good to hear from uh, from Tony and glad he's having a ball doing what he's doing. No, that was Kevin. <clears throat> Kevin. Kevin. Ah, I'll get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, man, we got we got a lot to get to here. We so uh, so Kevin in Indiana not only smoked a brisket, but I know he's he's uh, he's learning that big green egg. He, he recently got a. Uh, a big green egg and uh, doing some cooks on that. So glad to hear about the reverse searing and, uh, and using that, uh, that blackstone to do, put the sear on. That's awesome. Um, definitely. Th- that's the way I, that's the way I prefer to do it uh, myself. All right. Uh, let's go on to Tony from Texas. Yes, he tried the Chuck roast and it turned out very good. Awesome. Now, is that the one that we do? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. As I'm a matter of fact, yeah, I know. Well, and um, uh, you know, so from that from that Chuck roast episode, mm-hmm. we've gotten a lot of feedback. We have. We've we've gotten quite a bit of feedback, and Tony is definitely one of them. I know he did. He's done a lot. He's you know he's a friend of the show. He's been on the show before, um, but uh, yeah, he tried uh, the 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 Chuck roast and uh, and and loved it, which was awesome. So we've got John from Texas. Yes, he picked up a chuck roast for this week, and he's going to be grilling some burgers. All right, so he hasn't done the chuck roast yet, so we'll look forward to hearing how he, that turned out and how how that's going to go for him as well. But then we've got Gracie from Alabama. Yes, so she texted earlier whenever she was cooking the roast, and she's like, oh, it smells so good. And then she texted a little bit later after she had cooked the roast, and she's like, it tastes so amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, all right. And so uh, I think that's the feedback we've gotten on the Chuck roast mm-hmm. that uh, folks have written in and told us about, and I appreciate all of that. Again, info at blindgrilling.com is the email address. You want to send that to us. We've also heard from Josh right here in Missouri. Mm-hmm. He made some of that buffalo chicken dip for, um, I think, a friends and family kind of a get-together. I think they were doing a game night of some sort, and uh, they said that it was amazing. People just kept coming back and back for more and more of that. Yeah, yeah. which, yeah, I don't blame them. 
that stuff is so good. Oh man, now yeah, that buffalo chicken dip is is outstanding. Love it. it's definitely one of my favorites, and uh, I, and I remember doing that uh, that making that buffalo chicken dip when we did the making good episode and we did the grilling class over at Pits and Grills, mm-hmm. and the crew went nuts over that. <laughs> I think one of them even said it was life-changing. <laughs> so, oh, man, that's awesome. Well, I don't know if you remember this, but we made it one night for a potluck at a belt promotion ceremony for my Taekwondo school. Oh, that's right. And my instructor said that uh, he kicked everybody else out away from it, and he took it and went to the corner and started just eating it all by himself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him at all. <laughs> and and who's gonna mess with him, right? I, well, yeah, I mean, he's got really long legs, and he knows how to use that sidekick and just hold it out there, right? So yeah, he could, he could fight him off. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. All right, all right. We've got uh, Daniel from Illinois. Yes, he smoked some ribs for the first time. He had a little bit of trouble with that silver skin, but it turned out great. Um, he's going to do some more baby back ribs, and it's going to try brisket on a stick. Yeah, all right. And I know. You're going to have to explain that one because it sounds kind of like a carny food, and I'm like, brisket and carny doesn't. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's uh, it's beef ribs, okay. right, with the big rib bone still sticking on it, right? Gotcha. So you can, yeah, so they call it uh, brisket on a stick. And so, um, yeah, so he listened to that episode, so he's going to be trying that, but uh, did the rib cook and is uh, and did well. And, and Daniel does a lot of cooking. He, he's, uh, he's one of those that have been in touch with us quite a bit uh, on various things, but glad he did the, the rib cook, and I know he's looking forward to doing some more of those. Uh, which uh, which is always just cool. Just list, you know, hearing about all this that folks are doing um, is always awesome. And now, uh, oh no, not yet. Walter, we got Walter from mm-hmm. New York. We do. He ordered that meter plus, and it also came with some meat church holy gospel, which is amazing. I love that stuff. Um, he grilled some chicken using the meat church rub, and it turned out perfect. Then he reverse seared a boneless prime rib, and it also turned out really good. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, yeah, Walter, um, again, a, a friend of the show who's been in touch with us uh, quite a bit and uh, enjoy always the opportunity to talk to him and uh, glad that things are going well for him. And, and that Meter Plus is working out. Um, and uh, another, we one of the last ones, we got one more. Um, and uh, this one is, this one I love. I, I love. I don't this know if I should back. read this one because your head might get really big. You might not be able to get out of the studio. Well, you know what? If folks want to be a part of our Blind Grilling Experience group on Facebook, they could go and they could read this post. This is where we got this. This is a post on our Facebook group. He left some pictures. This is uh, this is Tony from the UK, right? So we, we've got Canada, right, represented, mm-hmm. several yes. states represented, and now the UK is uh, is writing in to us. And uh, what is it Tony's got to say? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you make me do this, aren't you? He says, and I quote, Grilling, Greetings, fellow grillers, as requested by Sir Chris. Yes, Chris, you have been knighted. Um, He's sharing the outcome of the steak experience for the podcast in June. He was hoping to use a charcoal grill, but the weather in the UK decided not to play nice with him. 
So he couldn't find a a decent spot in the rain, so he had to make do with the oven and a hot pan. It was also a chance to put the meter plus, also mentioned in that podcast, through the paces for the first time. The steaks were ribeyes. He has friends with a local farmer, so he guesses the quality would be prime. I mean, you would hope so, right? Um, he's included pictures of the steaks and the meter app. The probe makes the process repeatable, so just sit back and relax. Um, you'll be able to do it again and again. Um, just do what the app tells you. As for the outcome, the fact that he's decided to bestow you with knighthood should tell us all we need to know. Whether you're all, uh, whether the oven or the grill, regardless of the cut of meat, the steaks will always be cooked a la Chris from now on. <laughs> so not only are you a knight, you have a certain way of cooking food after your name now. That's right. That's right. Tony, thank you so much. I I, I love the post. I appreciate uh, the, uh, the feedback. Um, I thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And <clears throat> I would have got to that sooner, but I wanted to get together, get some of the feedback uh, that we're getting all together. But I did not want to leave that one out. And not because it, it's such a favorable um, post <laughs> on me. Uh, but just I just really enjoy folks that uh, are sharing their experiences, uh, not only here on the podcast, but also uh, on our Facebook group, Blind Grilling Experience. Look up the group, and uh, if need be, shoot me an email, info at blindgrilling.com, and uh, I'll, you know, if you have trouble finding it, and I'll try to get you uh, a link to the group and get that shared out so that you can join that group as well. Also, if you're interested in a t-shirt, a blind grilling t-shirt, I, you know, we've still have some and, uh, I, you know, we, we do have some for sale. Uh, they're $20 each, but also, um, I, I might just give one away. So if you guys are interested in that, shoot me an email, info at blindgrilling.com. Michelle, why don't you kind of describe the logo for those who, who can't see the logo for Blind Grilling, if you don't mind. Put me on the spot. That, You're not really? even wearing your shirt tonight. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had several over the years. i got to remember which one's what it looks like now. Well, okay, so... So there, there's the bottom half of the big green egg. Yes, and then the smoke coming out on both sides of it. So it's kind right. of a black swirl um, and comes out, does a curly cue as it's going up toward the sky. And then the uh, if you're looking, you're not cooking with the black sunglasses, I believe, in the middle. Yeah, the sunglasses in the middle, and then on you know underneath where the, the bottom half of the egg is, it says, if you're looking, you ain't cooking. And so we've got uh, some shirts with that logo on the back. Uh, we've got a few with the logo on the back and a small logo on the front left chest. Uh, we don't have many more of those left, but we do have some with the large logo on the back of the shirt. And so, um, yeah, if you guys are interested in that, get with me, info at blindgrilling.com. Uh, one of the last things that I want to get into is a question that we received, and that was, uh, what what do I recommend for a first cook? For someone who's just getting into barbecue, uh, what do I recommend the first thing that they would cook 
is. And so we'll get to that in just a moment. Kickashbasket.com for all your grilling accessory needs. Go to kickashbasket.com and check out their charcoal baskets for better airflow and fire management, as well as the kick ash can for easy cleanup. Shake that ash and light that fire. Go to kickashbasket.com and tell them Blind Grillin sent you. All right, so Guinevere asked a question about what we would recommend for our very first cook, for someone who's getting, you know, just into this. And, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people, and a lot of folks seem to think burgers, um, you know, hot dogs, brats, burgers, things like that, you know, smaller cuts of meat. And I actually am of the opinion, and that's that's really all it is, is that it's easier to go with a larger cut of meat, such as a pork loin. Uh, now, they can be easy to dry out, so it's always important to have a, uh, a probe, a meat probe that you can put in the meat and monitor that. But if you can do a large cut of meat that's just a single piece of meat rather than having, you know, six, seven burgers, you know, six or seven chicken breasts or a bunch of hot dogs rolling around. Or, you know, if you're not using the skewer trick that we've talked about here on the podcast for hot dogs and brats, uh, but, you know, trying to keep track of all the smaller cuts of meat or, uh, or patties or different things and, and whether, you know, whether or not you flipped them or anything like that. I actually recommend going with a large cut, a single large cut of meat like a pork loin to really build your confidence and help you to kind of, you know, make sure you're managing your fire correctly. You're able to to not only control that, but you're able to monitor the meat temp. And so you can hit it just perfect. You can bring that pork loin up to, you know, 140 degrees Fahrenheit uh, you know, and before you pull it off and sear it or uh, just let it rest so it comes to an internal temp of about 145 degrees. And, you know, it won't dry out. It'll be just perfect. Uh, but that that's really what I would recommend that you do uh, for a first cook because, first of all, it's easy. It's a one large cut of meat. So when it is done, you can then take and slice it and serve it. And you're not going to be, you know, oh, well, I've got all these little pork chops, you know, don't slice it first because then you got all these little pork chops uh, around. You're like, well, is this one done? Is that one done? Uh, if you cook the whole thing and get as one large chunk of meat and get it done, and then you slice it up, you know, everything is good. You know, it's all good. And then you can work on going into, you know, smaller and more numerous cuts uh, on the grill at the same time. So that's my recommendation for that. Um, and Michelle, you like pork loin. I do. I mean, we do a lot of things with pork loin. We do. I mean, stuffed pork loin, mm -hmm. smothered pork loin, mm -hmm. just seasoned and seared pork loin. Yeah, you've even put it in a pan with, I think, what, Rotel tomatoes? Yeah, some Rotel, to, and some we'll tomatoes, some, onions, um, potatoes. Potatoes in there. Yeah. And just yeah. let it kind of go low and slow for a long time and yeah. it gets that temp. That's right. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's there's lots of things you can do, lots of ways you can cook a pork loin. The biggest thing is going to have, you know, have that thermometer, that, that meat probe that you can put in 
and really keep track of it. Something like that Meter Plus uh, single meat probe that you can get, uh, M-E-A-T-E-R, Meter Plus, uh, that you can get and keep track of it. Or the Flame Boss Thermometer, which is just a, uh, you know, a, a not the controller with the fan, but just a um, a thermometer that you can monitor, Wi-Fi thermometer you can uh, with several meat probes that are wired that can run into your stove or into your grill, and you can keep track of all that. Uh, and so all that works well and is really good for um, you know, being able to keep track of both the temperature of your pit, if you want, or um, you know, multiple cuts of meat, you know, with the, with the flame boss, that's something that, um, Dave up in Canada said that he recently got the, uh, the flame boss thermometer and was using it and did some ribs and, um, you know, said that they turned out amazing. Uh, and so that, you know, it's an accessible, uh, meat thermometer that you know, those who are blind or visually impaired can use. It's, it's through Wi-Fi, and the app is accessible. You're able to use that. Uh, and, of course, the Meter Plus is just a single probe. You stick in one piece of meat, so you can't keep track of several with just the single probe. But, um, you know, it is the, the Meter single probe, Meter Plus, is accessible. Their app is accessible. And I, I always want to make sure I tell you that don't get the block. The Meter Block, same company, but it's multiple probes. It is not accessible. The app is okay. The app is accessible. It's the same app. The problem is the meter block has a touchscreen on the uh, charging block that is not accessible for someone who's blind, visually impaired. Uh, but the single probe meter plus is accessible. So uh, just want to make sure and get that out there as well. Well, Michelle, what, what, uh, what are we going to be cooking this week? What are some things that we've got going on? You know they had ribeyes on sale. Why are you putting me on the spot today? <laughs> we went over this before we even started hitting the record button. What are we going to talk about? All you have to do is read the screen. That's and right. And now we talk about who's been you know, giving us input, and then you're done. Uh, no, you put me on the spot with the logo, and now what were we cooking this week? I don't know. <laughs> so did I say we would be done? Yeah. Did I? We said I'd be done. Oh, I'm sorry. You said you still were <laughs> going to talk, but you know I never listened to you anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm learning that, <laughs> sir. Chris. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. Yeah, I, I tell you what. Uh, we were going to make two different kinds of lasagna for Wednesday night's dinner when we oh, have the college yeah. kids over. Yeah, that's right. So we've got a white chicken lasagna, mm -hmm. right, and then a regular meat sauce lasagna. Because we have some friends who don't. Uh, she doesn't like the texture of that of burger. burger. Yeah, of burger. So, yeah, yeah. So a white chicken lasagna. Hmm. Man, yeah. don't ask me what's in it because I have yeah, not yeah, we won't. that recipe. We'll have to. We'll have to share that recipe another time. Mm -hmm. But uh, but we will. We'll yeah. get to it. It'll all be good. Maybe we can even smoke it. That would be. That'd be over the top right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think you'd that's, have to cook the chicken money, first dude. so we can even oh, yeah, you smoke gotta, yeah. the chicken and then smoke the lasagna. Afterwards. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, we'll go through. That'll be a good That'll be a good episode, walking through a white chicken lasagna. Mm -hmm. mm, man. I do remember there's a lot of steps to it. There, It is pretty complicated. That is true. So that may be one that we just put on the website 
and let folks read it for themselves. But uh, we'll see, because I don't want to skip. <laughs> I want to skip something on the podcast. Oh man! Uh, real quick, a big shout out also to those who listen to Minds Eye Radio every Monday and Friday evenings at six thirty. Uh, we appreciate those folks who listen on Minds Eye Radio up in the St. Louis area. And, of course, the Audio Information Network of Colorado, those who are listening through there as well. We appreciate all you guys. Get with us. Shoot us an email, info at blindgrilling.com. We love hearing from you. And who knows, maybe we'll uh, uh, you know, give you a shout-out on the program and let folks know what you're cooking as well. Friends and family gather All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. Again, the website, blindgrilling.com. Email info at blindgrilling.com. And until next time, if you're looking, you ain't Burning the world keeps turning Don't worry what you gotta do Cause if you're looking You ain't cooking Fire up the barbecue Fire up the barbecue